0: on Anything Goes.
1: My sister-in-law cooking Christmas dinner and how she was in a, uh, uh, an apron. Right. And how I miss that. That like that's awesome. That I love the fact that she was in an apron. Right. And I took shit for it because it's like, Oh, you want your women in aprons and oh, all the right, stuff right, from the right, women of yeah. my family. I'm like No. I, I did just file like, to an, tw- an image of your childhood, right? right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean I, yeah. yeah, I don't have to defend the joke, but I'm right. just saying it it was something that I wouldn't have even thought of that my family got right. pissy at. But they wouldn't get pissy if I talked about the fact that, you know, Uncle Jim farted through his penis and had to go to the hospital. <laughs> is that, <laughs> even, <laughs> is, that, is that even possible? That. It is, yeah. yeah if yeah. you fart yeah. through your penis you have how do you fart minutes to live. Minutes to live.
2: Why do you fart through your penis and know it? Well, happened? things are
1: broken, and uh, yeah. the gas has nowhere to go but out of your penis. How does it not go out of your butt? Well, this is the whole oh, thing. You got to get, a, you gotta get it. You got to get it fixed, saying. man. Yeah. Something's wrong. Like, so you don't
3: have a lot of time. <laughs> no, that's what he's saying. It's yeah. all broken down there. That's yeah. the only one way out. Then you're in trouble. Right.
1: Like, if you turn on your radio in your car and the yeah. gasoline smell comes from the speakers, right. you're yeah. going to take it the fuck in. Yeah. Or get really close
2: <laughs> to the speakers and just enjoy the ride. That's why I love gas stations. Yeah,
4: free Who needs a marker?
0: And now, let's get to a new Shadow exciting show. Good evening,
5: ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you
0: Now, with two scoops of fuck you, this is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here, a fucking comedian?
4: Can you dig it?
2: Hey! there, everybody. This is Anything Goes for the week of May 22nd, 2013. My name is Dave Martin. We're coming to you from the XM Studios in the bowels of downtown Toronto. Bowels is underground, Yes, right? Yes, yes, that? yes. It's uh, the bottom half, yep. Besi- <laughs> the bottom half of the... That's uh, why it's called the, the bowels, I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure that is, right. Yeah. Uh, then where's the anus of Toronto? Huh? That's that's your place Dave. That's my that's yeah. not my place. You haven't been to my <laughs> house. You don't know where I live. Uh, uh this is uh, May 22nd uh 2013. Yes. Like I said it's uh anything goes. Uh beside me is Darren Frost. Uh what is uh, going on Darren? The whole bunch of uh, well, we sh- can- Actually this week we're airing our um interview with uh, Derek's again that we yes. recorded. With Kathleen McGee at the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. Yes. Uh, we'll give a bit more of an intro uh, to that uh, in the second uh, segment. But uh, what, what else is going on with you? Well, last
3: week we got into a, a bit of a discussion about Ari Shafir that's coming to London, Ontario. And we talked a little bit about the controversy of him uh, being somewhat banned from one venue and moving the show to another. And in all that talk, we never even said how funny Ari is, which is, you know, like we always want to talk about the trouble, the controversy. But uh, Ari is a, a very, a very great uh, comedian. Right. He's a, a kind of an edgier comic. If you like that style of comedy, he uh, opens for Joe Rogan on all of Joe Rogan's big tours. Right. And he's been a, you know, a a standard at the Comedy Store in L.A. for years. He now just made the move to New York City, and we just want to make sure that everyone knows, if you were in the London, Ontario area, uh, Ari Shafir is now playing at Norma Jeans on June 3rd, and I believe you can get those tickets at Brown Paper Bag, but if not, uh, go uh, online. Brown, pa-
2: brown Paper Tickets.
3: Well, Brown Paper Tickets?
2: Yeah, it's not Brown Paper Bag. Oh, I thought
3: it was, sorry. No. No. Uh, But anyways, just go online, look up uh, Norma Jeans on uh, June 3rd and uh, show your support uh, for Ari Shafir, who has been on the show before and was a great interview. And we'd love to have him back. And now he lives in New York. It might happen.
2: Uh yeah, I'm sure that he... I think he's doing the Underground Comedy Club coming up. The weekend up, before, yes. The weekend before, and... Um, comedy bar, I think, on the Thursday. Possibly, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. The Thursday if, before June 3rd, and
3: then the Friday, Saturday, I believe he's at the Underground, and then right. the Monday, London, Ontario.
2: He's all over the place. Oh, yeah. I think if, yeah, if, if you read that somewhere, I'm sure it's true.
3: And uh, there's, a, there's something on, uh, on YouTube where Ari sits down with a bunch of young comics uh, taped live at the Comedy Store, right. where he kind of just gives advice, and it's like three hours and 40 minutes Shit. of his... Giving a ton of advice, and uh, I listened to the first 20 minutes because I only had 20 minutes to listen to it. But it is an, an amazing tool for young comics to listen to. I know a lot of young comics listen to this show, so if you are interested in Ari's perspective, uh, definitely about uh, you know doing stand up in Los Angeles and the idea of getting a manager and an agent and all that stuff. Uh, check it out on YouTube.
2: Now I don't. I'm sure the rules don't necessarily apply uh, Canada versus the states as far as getting representation goes. But what what does he touch on? uh... He just
3: talks a lot about, you know, uh, at least in the first 20 minutes, he kind of discounts the idea of having a manager in the beginning. He thinks that a manager should be someone that comes up to you and is really into you. When you have to go to them, it kind of defeats a bit of the purpose. You want someone in your corner. And there's thousands of managers and there's only a few good ones. So you have to be very careful when getting a manager. And, uh, you know, he goes into a a long discussion about it and, uh, you know, also talking about the road and why he travels with comics sometimes that aren't the funniest comics, but they're friends of his yeah. because, you know, a lot of the road is just getting along with each other and uh, that's important to him and that's important to bigger comics. So people always wonder why, you know, that comic brings this guy on the road and he wasn't that funny. Well, sometimes it's about off stage too.
2: Right, right. Well, I mean, when you and I went to go see Brian Regan uh, years ago, yes. uh, I didn't think his opener was great. Cra- he, he was good. It was very mediocre. Well, I don't know if he was... Yeah, he was yeah, mediocre. Yeah, We was... made fun of him the whole I don't, time. I, I, well, I don't know if we openly made fun of him while he was on he stage, had, but I'm just saying. He had good skills. Yeah, and I'm sure in in a club atmosphere, it might have been a different story, but uh, when we were watching him, you kind of get the feeling that, like, yeah, this is probably Brian's one of Brian's buddies that yeah. he gets along better on the road with.
3: And, you know, if we also remember, we talked about his the guy's references were, like, from 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, David Koresh jokes and stuff like that. It's right. like, it, to me, it was fair for us taking some shots. It's like, come on, man, a David Koresh joke? Like, yeah you know this is like 2011 you know when we the, saw
2: him. the worst uh reference that i think i ever saw and it was so bad because uh i really love the guy whenever i used to see him on letterman's show uh in the uh like the when i used to see him on david letterman's first show the late night one uh i saw what um uh, f- Jeff Altman. Jeff Altman. I knew Altman, you were going to say Jeff Altman. Jeff Altman. Altman and it, I knew it. And he opened with this long story about him going down to the uh, front desk of the hotel. Yes. And he had to get a VCR and bring it up to his room. Yes. And, uh, and this, and you just like, You could tell it was all bullshit. Right. Or it was a story from like 20 years ago when you had to go get a A VCR VCR delivered to your room. It was like pre-SpectraVision, you know? Yes. And they don't even have SpectraVision anymore. It's just like, it's, but I mean, they do have it where you can order movies and stuff. Right. But it's not that universal. It's all SpectraVision stuff. It was just so uncomfortable and it just immediately... Turn me off from a guy that I used to really love his energy and stuff. Yeah,
3: no, I mean, you know, there's, there's a certain point, I think, that you kind of be like, you know, should a 55 year old comic, you know, look, not not do the jokes that made him famous and that he likes to do? I guess he just likes to do that material. I, uh, it's I not know. what I want to uh, watch. Yeah. You know, I, I was in the same boat. I saw this set. I always thought, I always loved Jeff Altman's energy too when he did those shows. But you know what? His, his act wasn't for me. The crowd somewhat enjoyed it, right. just wasn't for me.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I just there was one part where he he turned his head around to do like some crazy character that he met at the hotel, and he's almost completely bald. Right. But it looked like he'd done the character so many times that he just he still messed up his hair that he didn't even have anymore. Right. And you're just like, oh man, it was just like a a shadow of a, a shell of a comedian that well, uh, I used to enjoy. Uh, and, and Jeff
3: Altman's never going to come on the show now.
2: <laughs> I don't, don't. I wouldn't worry about that. Um. But yes, go and see R. H. Fear. Very funny guy. Uh, and I don't know if is Norma Jean's like a, a Marilyn Monroe three. I have venue? no idea.
3: I have no idea what the venue is. <laughs> I just know it's called Norma Jean's, and yeah. it's right beside uh, the Charles Manson Pita Hut.
2: <laughs> no, so and, the uh... Beef Baron. That's the <laughs> one strip club in London where I went in, where they were doing construction, and the whole place smelled like really heavy perfume and like fresh cut lumber. It was like a nice weird combo. Well, yeah. you know. If you have like a fetish for like lumberjacks and uh.
3: Every other day it smells like perfume and woods. So, what's the big deal?
2: Well, I think. Erections yeah. is what you're implying, yeah. right? Yes, right, right. We're good. yes that grind, was the cheap grind, joke, Grinding yeah. teeth and boners, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you had a, uh, a revelation this morning that you uh, yes. uh, your love for uh, 70s music. Well,
3: for some reason, ever since I turned 40, and everyone thinks when I put this on Facebook that I actually just turned 40 recently. I'm 42. I wanted
2: to correct you, <laughs> yeah, but then yeah, I but it's like, like a come on. big of a dick.
3: Yeah, um, but the bottom line is ever since I turned 40, for some reason, whenever I hear, like, 70s music, it like, becomes very nostalgic, like, really cheesy, like Captain and Tennille. Yeah. Yeah. Love will keep us together, or you know, Kiki Dean Elton John. Uh, uh, what's that song they uh, uh, Don't Terrace, so, uh, uh, no, that was uh, Joy Division. Um, um anyways, don't, go know, my it, don't go breaking my heart. That's don't go breaking my heart, right? Yeah. And whenever I hear these songs, it's like I just kind of go back to that time of you know, sitting in the corner crying and my mother not doing anything about it.
2: Well, okay, I don't have those sort of memories. Yeah, but, um, no, that I, was yeah, the 70s for me. It's the opposite. My mother's in the corner crying, and, uh, <laughs> um, I uh, but I, um. I I'm the same way. I I just don't think they make pop music like that anymore. No, they don't. Um and uh, it just it does have this sort of cheesy nostalgia to it. Yes. But also like seventies classic rock like uh like that uh now you're now you're messing with the sun. Son a bitch. A bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and all like Oh fuck! Just uh, it doesn't, which I had a theory
3: about that song. I think that's where Axl Rose learned how to sing that song and Magic Carpet Ride by Wolf. Yeah, you take those two songs and the inflection of those songs. That's where Axl Rose learned how to sing. You've
2: seen Axl Rose lately? He's like a fucking. Oh uh, my god! He's like a it's like Chris now. Farley dug up yeah. now
3: and put a bandana on him.
2: That's a particularly bad photo that oh, you're referencing it uh, that you saw on the internet. But Whoa. but he is not Whoa. in great shape. No, wow. that's like he's puffy. Like he's like a lot of. He's it's like, a like boost. every time
3: he's not on stage, he's working part time. At Long John Silver's and paid in batter.
2: You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, and he's like a he's like a vodka sponge.
3: And I'm no skinny dude, you know, and I I admit that and I get it, but just when you see it, you're like, whoa, yeah, man.
2: I'm pretty sure that he still isn't fucking ankle-deep in pussy, though, if he wants to be. Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
3: I. Uh, you know what, though? I, I, I want to go for knee-deep. <laughs> knee Ankle's deep? not enough. I think Axel Rose, I think he'd be hip-deep in pussy. I, I think. think
2: so, probably. He'd probably he probably
3: actually, no, I think it's like quicksand to him. Well, he could just be totally sucked up in really? pussy.
2: Really? Now, do you think that all the all the pussy that he might get now yeah. is all from, like, what uh, like women that loved him back then, or do you think there's any no. like eighteen and twenty I think year old there's, girls? Sure, I think there's really? twenty one
3: year old Russian broads yeah. who just go, Why "Oh my Russian? god, Guns and Roses." Because when he tours these places, yeah. he's massive. I just use that as an example. Russia is now a place that a lot of rock bands go and perform right. and play to massive audiences still, because yeah. they don't know it's not Slash, right? They just see Guns and Roses and they go, "Oh my god!" And Axel would be a god. Right. All those places, like you know, like Poland and and all Europe heavy metal is still huge there, and the band's still going and perform there like Guns right. N' Roses.
2: You know what, 170... Well, um, 170- and come on,
3: let's be honest. If you're going to be, you know, hip, deep, in pussy, Russian
2: pussy, right? Well, I, whenever I hear a Russian accent, it just sorry Victoria it just,
4: just it, there's nothing. Our producer is dra- Russian. Nothing, That's why we're really I, we're, saying I, I, we don't
2: know what she is actually, but uh, there's nothing that drains my boner faster than I always think it's just like you know I'm going to be asked to go for a private dance or something like that. <laughs> right. I've said that on the show before. It's just not my thing. <laughs> um, and and British accents, I always sound like they're talking down to me. Like right, but you know, uh, well, Dave, hey, they uh, probably are. Remember, yeah, well probably, probably the Russians are. are too. Yeah, the uh, my favorite example of a, a song that I had to explain some. To someone was right. uh, the song "Fire and Rain." Do you know that the James Taylor? Of course, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you know what the song's about? No. Okay. Now, I I think I've read this
3: a long time ago, but right. i
2: forgot. Now, as far as I know, some asshole might out there might correct me, but I believe that this is. Uh, I've been told this, and I've read this, that uh, the songs, uh, but James Taylor's "Fire and Rain" is uh, what happened was that his bandmates uh, wanted to fly his wife uh, to their next concert. Okay. And they were going to keep it a secret to James Taylor, and uh, what happened was the plane that his wife was on crashed and so and she died. and so they and then they had to tell James Taylor oh the next God. day, right uh, we flew your wife out, and guess what she's she, dead. she's dead now, okay. because we want to do something nice for you sure and then so he wrote that song. And so I remember telling this to someone who loved that song. And then right after I told them, they were like, oh, my God, why did you do that? Why did I do what? You ruined that song for me. Right. And I'm like, well, did you ever listen to the words of the song? I right. Mean, how can you misinterpret uh, what uh, sweet dreams and flying machines in pieces on the ground? And, uh, <laughs> and how did you misinterpret? That's a ju- Greek wedding. That's a Greek wedding. Uh, how did you misinterpret? Just yesterday morning, they told me that you were gone, yeah. Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you. How did I, you not... I think you're only telling this song because you love the lyrics so
4: much. That's well, I do. It, no,
2: it's... it's a great fucking song, sure. but there's some things you can't, you know, miss. um mis- I mean, I guess it's a... not like Big Balls by ACDC where he's like, oh, a ball that you go to dance at right. and balls that hang between a dude's legs. <laughs> right, right.
3: <laughs> but you know, the, the thing is, it's like Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. You would not believe how many people still don't realize that's about heroin.
2: Well, okay, well... I never really cared, but... but right, but well, that's, how,
3: that's the song's about heroin. You're well, under a bridge, right. you're shooting up, your life sure. is going nowhere, you know, you're addicted to heroin, that's your kind of love, and most people think it's some kind of love song, and well, it's a ballad, and it's slow, and it's like, no, no, it's a, it's a not a really nice song.
2: Yeah, well, didn't Michael Stipe from uh, R.E.M. once stop halfway through the song, uh, the song One? Because everyone was singing it, and uh, but and he, I think he got mad at the crowd because they didn't know what the lyrics were. About. Well, first of all, that's a U two song, not Michael Stipe. No, no, no. This one goes out to the one I love. Oh, that one. one I okay, behind. the one I love. You yeah. said one,
3: so I I've, oh, okay. automatically well, assumed you meant U two. I'm not that
2: big a fan, but oh, right, right. right. But about like I think he got frustrated. Doing yeah, sure, sure. You know, this, people weren't woo, listening, swooning to it. and yeah. it's like
3: this song is about a horrible thing. Yeah, yeah.
2: But it's just, it's just funny to me that she got so pissed off at what like lyrics. But there's a lot there. of bands who
3: won't post their lyrics in, in record sleeves anymore or, like, CD uh, Yeah, but inserts. you can still hear them. And- I know, but the reason for that is because everyone hears a song and has their own experience. They may hear the lyric a certain way, like, wrapped up like a douche another run in the night, you know? like <laughs> so
2: That's... Wrapped up like a deuce. Another, I know, but yeah. a lot of
3: people think it's like douche. Like, That's a lyric that's commonly misrepresented in songs. Or people think that— A female that,
2: sanitary napkin yeah, or right, right. a bath cloth you know, or whatever. And it's
3: always—go on the web. You type it in. It's constantly misrepresented or missaid of what that lyric is. But they don't. sometimes artists don't want people to know what they're actually saying. Yeah. And that's another reason R.E.M.'s the example mumbled a lot of the song lyrics in the first five or six records because he wanted to, each person to have their own experience with that song and not be so clear and cut. And that's Uh, why they do it.
2: Fuck that guy. No, I'm I'm just Let's go through
3: the list. Michael Stipe, Jeff Altman. Anyone else we don't want on the show?
2: Uh, Yeah, let me think. Well,
3: I guess we can talk bad about Derek Sagan, but he's coming up after the break. I like Derek again. He's coming right up after
2: the break. So uh,
3: we do have to wrap this up. Uh, We're going to go to commercial now. But when we come back, our interview with Derek Sagan, live from the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. Yeah.
0: Guess which host bought a Shania Twain album just so they could do blow off her tits. This is Anything Goes.
1: Hi, it's me, Tom Papa from The Marriage Ref. You're listening to Anything Goes on XM Radio. It's hilarious.
0: For the same reason you slow down at bloody car accidents, you'll keep listening. This is Anything Goes.
3: Hey, everybody. We're back from the break. This is Anything Goes. And now we're going to go to an interview we did. In Winnipeg a few uh, a few weeks ago, with a uh, Montreal-based comedian Derek Saganis' it's his first appearance on the show. Uh, Derek's been a stand-up comic for around twelve to fifteen years, I think. Something like that. Yeah. And we've crossed paths many times, but rarely does he come to Toronto. So we were lucky in that that was one of the reasons we went to Winnipeg right. that we could interview comics like him, who uh, we could sit down with and uh, you know get to
2: know a little bit. And it's a bit, uh, and uh, he doesn't lay on the Derek Sagan persona as uh, thick as he might sometime on stage, uh, but he. He is himself. I mean, he is himself, and he's a great guy to talk to. And I've toured with him uh, many times, and uh, it's always an experience. It's the one thing. Yes. You do not go out on tour with Derek, and uh, you know, and I can say this about a bunch of comics that uh, if you don't come back with a story, then it's yep. kind of your fault. Yes. Um, and I'll have to say that this is—I don't know if this is the first interview after one of the big partying nights, but uh, if it sounds like he's it, a little—he was, yes, yeah, yes. he was a big hungover, party night before, and. Uh, I th- is this the second day that we tape? Because yes, I'm a yes. little bit, I'm a little bit more awake, and he's a little bit more groggy. Yes. Uh, but it was a, it was a lot of fun to sit down and talk. All with him. right. So here we go here with we go.
3: Derek's again. Or, hey Derek, how you doing?
5: Derek. Hi everybody. Hi Kathleen. Yeah, Derek. <laughs> Derek's here. <laughs> Can I say? It's funny, just to say hello That's it great. is funny yeah
3: what <laughs> what uh what gala are, are you doing this week I, I can't remember the topic
5: it's the canada, canada oh the, one. the, the representative regional, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where okay.
6: are you representing
5: uh newfoundland
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs>
3: yeah. there's a big french population in newfoundland isn't there
5: yeah, i think uh, no 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 <laughs> it's just you it's just new brunswick me. there is in new brunswick there is you there must is.
3: like seriously you must do a lot of shows in new brunswick don't you
5: not really, but New Brunswick is the only officially bilingual province in Canada.
6: Not even Quebec? Really?
5: No, we're French. Oh. We're not bilingual at all. Pardonnez-moi.
3: <laughs> where, where, where do you stand on the sign law in Quebec? We haven't had anyone on the show who has had any kind of opinion on its uh, Bill 101, right?
5: Right. We just did a series of video, actually. They're on YouTube right now. If you go on YouTube and search language police, okay, there's a series of three video right now about that, exactly that, how... How embarrassed. We wanted to make a videos to uh, – uh, we wanted to beat the English people to the punch to show that we can laugh at ourselves. Most Quebecois know that the stupid the, the, the language thing is exaggerate. Right. When the pasta thing happened. Yeah, I was like, going to spring that man. up. Yeah. Yeah. What's the pasta thing? The
3: pasta. They went to an Italian restaurant and they were upset. Who's they? Well, Not the, upset. the
5: government. They gave $678 ticket because they had the right. word pasta. On their menu,
6: and people were pronouncing it pasta, and that's like an American way to say it. No, it's because <laughs> the word in
5: French is pout. 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 How do you P- spell that? Like pate, same as pate. P a t e s. Oh, okay. Um, but pout, literally, there's no real word for pasta as we know, like the Italian noodle that you put sauce. Right. Pout is anything that's uh, starchy.
4: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's stupid.
5: Give a shit what right, you put yeah. on your menu if you're like. My whole thing with Bill 101 is, let's see, if you want to open a business, you should have the choice. If I want to open my business called fucking No Mexican Allowed, <laughs> yes, I'm going to alienate yes. a certain population, right but it's you. my fucking it's up business. Up yeah. right. yes. I'm lining up. Like recent, <laughs> yeah. sta- It just happened in the States. A florist refused to uh, provide flour for a gay wedding. And they sue her, and she's going to lose. Yeah. But that's like... A, I don't, I, some for some don't. reason, I'm I'm like fuck you, bitch, just to give the faggot their yeah. flower, but <laughs> right. the English French thing is see if you put me beside a French guy or an English guy of Sush like a we're all white people here yeah so the Western European derivative so like I could have a cousin that have the exact same genealogy of me in Toronto. But don't speak French at all. Put us side by side to see we look the same, but yet there's a aim, there's a, a tension mm-hmm. between the two people because of the language they speak. Like when the the old world look at what happened in Rwanda, right? Right. Million people getting killed because yep. of their different tribe or God whatever. Man. It's the, they look the same to us, but there million of them get killed because they don't. So, I don't know, worship the same dinosaur with a bone. If people just started thinking of, like,
6: (laughs) if people started just thinking of other people as other humans instead of, uh, you know, you're black, you're Christian, you're Jewish, you're a woman, you're a man. If if we just started getting the mindset of we are all humans and everyone is different, it would maybe be better. But I don't. know. Well, I
2: know. of course it would be better. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> of course that would be better. Maybe but that's, I don't
6: know. I don't know not, about the women I thing. But... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. Why maybe I don't know. I just don't know why, yeah. why that is such a hard concept for us as uh a, uh what are we a race? Well, it's or because of
1: r- well, I don't know. know.
6: Are, are we? Well, we're the human race. race? I don't
4: know. Well, well human it's race. because
1: of the it's the it's
2: religion the money that's what separates uh that's uh, that's what separates them make this the dividing line why people yeah. hate hate each other and then i'm not sure if if there was no religion and there was no money we'd figure out another way to, to separate each ourselves each yeah. Yeah. yeah or to, or or just our own insecurities of like oh well you got that land or you got that horse and now i want it and i hate everybody that Who has horses a horse i do well,
6: do you want a horse i would love to ride a horse no no way Fuck I would love horses. I love horses. Yeah, no
3: way.
2: You know, fuck horse horses issues? that
3: eat pasta. That's what no, no, i just,
2: No, I'm just saying, we would find a way to create wars you're, and,
3: and
6: you're go right. to battle with each other. We're disgusting. Yeah. But uh, speaking of disgusting, <laughs> didn't you have a really awesome story about Dave Yeah, being somehow you guys are connected or
3: something. Kathleen was telling me. Derek
2: something and happened. I have been on tour before. I've been night on night tour night. with
6: Derek as well, Right. and it was super in fun. In Newfoundland, also. Yeah, right? I had to stop a fight. Uh, you almost got in a fight, and then Matt Billen almost got in a fight. Remember that night on George right, Street? Right,
5: we got kicked out of the bar. Yeah, right. that, was that was so really.
3: Really How was do you get? Wait, how do you get kicked out of a bar in George Street in Newfoundland?
6: <sighs> oh, that story. You, you tour with
3: Derek yeah, again, Matt Billen. The same thing.
2: Same thing happened when I was with Derek. We actually there was a tussle. That almost happened at one bar, and then we went to another bar. And then the guy that Derek had the tussle with was at the other bar that we went to. And I think there was like three, and I think by the time the third bar that we went to, when we still ran into that guy from the first bar that you almost got into a fight with, but then by the third bar, you guys were friends. Right. We- it was like, ah, we met up. And-, and
6: in our situation, it wasn't you that got us kicked out, it was, it was Matt Dillon because right. he jumped on a stage at the bar and he was doing mic check mic check test 1 2 and the bouncer came up and said you can't do that he well, goes well yeah he goes uh, I'm in show business I know what I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so he kicked Matt out and we had to leave
3: too well, that story's only funny because we know Matt because if I was one of the musicians I'd be like fuck that dude in show <laughs> well, business <and> he, <laughs> don't touch my stuff
6: he he made fun of that musician too and the musician threw a shot glass at him at me? no at Matt at, did, yeah. at, at me? <laughs> wait. was <laughs> I drunk?
5: no I'm realizing there's a lot of drunk Derek story that I'm yeah. Yeah. like God, I well drunkderek.com
3: you should register that but I like the drunk post.
6: Dave story I would love to hear you tell I'm not
5: Sorry. happy with this story. So you? we're in Newfoundland and they're very hospitable people. Yeah, right? sure. So the doorman, one of the doorman at the bar was like, no, I'll take you to George Street and you want to get screech in? We'll bring you to the screech in. Did we get screech Oh, yeah, in? yeah, we did. So we got the screech in, which what? is the uh, honorary Newfoundlander ceremony yeah, it's like where a you ceremony drink where it's like, terrible uh, alcohol. And then,
2: and then there's like bologna rum. and then there's like a piece of baloney and then well, every everyone kiss the
3: saying In North America, being screeching in Newfoundland is you, you get somewhat drunk. Then they bring out a shot of uh, rum, which like, kind of tastes like Nana's piss because it's not really high grade rum no. and then they pull out a frozen fish and you have to kiss the fish in front of everybody and that's called being screeched in mm. and it's hilarious for all the Newfoundlanders not so much for you
6: and I'm from Alberta I grew up there which means that i fucked a lot of Newfie guys so <laughs> yes. basically my pussy's been screeched in yes it has been. So you guys went got screeched in, and then...
5: And then, so the guy's being, again, still hospital. Well, you want to go to this place? We want to go to this place. And we're, we're just driving. Dave's in the back seat. I'm sitting no. in the front seat with the guy in the car, and I'm talking to the guy. I don't even remember his name.
2: Uh,
5: no, know. it's the guy driving car. I still, I still talk to the guy, He's too. So He's nice that's too. terrible. He is so nice. I'll hopefully remember. He's has guy
3: got everybody pot a lot, too, right? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, a, he's guy. a good guy. He offered yeah. to pick you up at the well, airport now, don't for yeah. 10 bucks his name. or whatever. Well, don't we mention his name. But I'm just right. saying he was very – I remember that guy. He was a good guy, I still yeah.
5: should know his name, though. It's yeah. terrible. Well, anyway, so we're just driving. I think we're on our way either to another bar or he's bringing us home. I think he's bringing us home because <laughs> where we live in stupid Newfoundland is out <laughs> in the middle of the n- yeah. nowhere. Sure. And, uh, oh, but this
2: is at the point where we had the hotel. Still, uh, the hotel. still okay. in the middle of yeah. nowhere. Still, yeah.
5: No condo. It's not near George Street, right? No. So he's uh anyway, so we're driving and then all of a sudden Dave by himself in the back seat explodes see like the fucking Pulp Fiction guy whose head <laughs> exploded in the back except him wasn't brain it was puke
0: Dave, <laughs> puke yeah. on the ceiling see everyone on oh, yeah. the back
5: of the guy's head like the, the driver guy yeah. I guess lateral damage I have good reflex for yeah, pukering people I fucking <laughs> dodged the puke but the guy oh. driving he's driving full of Dave puke and oh. Dave just I'm sorry I'm sorry well and we were going up maybe the ramp maybe we should
6: stop <laughs> yeah, we, we were maybe, going, maybe we should stop now <laughs> right?
2: but we were going up the ramp to the hotel so I just needed to hold it in for like another 30 seconds. seconds or something like that something. Well, but it was sort of like oh if i say something i might be saying something and puking at the same time like so i just to... decided to Our
5: riveting conversation yeah so i
2: just decided to puke and i was just and then, then i think i just got out of the car and just see ya, bye
6: thanks that and is then a just total walked martin move did
2: and you then... never
6: send him like 20 bucks for to clean no he was he or...
2: cleaned it the next day and he said no problem no worries about well, it." he never, never been...
6: talked to you again
2: no I talked to him again last oh, time yeah, I was in, in oh, okay. it was, oh, I was everything say never was okay there again but... but uh no I, I've been back since and uh I mean, it was one of those moments where I'm like, thank God it's been turned into a hilarious story because <laughs> then it was just like, I think every comic is most upset when you have like a horrible tragedy. Like when I had kidney stones the whole time, I was thinking, how am I going to make this funny?
3: And if I don't, then I went through it for nothing. Yeah. Well, good kind.
2: Well, yeah, kind yeah. of if you don't pull that's something funny out of it. Yeah. And then the, that's always the worst thing, too.
5: His like, is Craig. It's, Craig. Craig. okay correct Craig. Yeah. What's, yeah,
4: pain- what's
6: your most uh what's the joke that you have that's like from a painful experience or what your most painful joke to tell
5: uh well i have a joke about the operation and that painful um like not i so used sure. to have a joke about my divorce yeah but then i stopped doing it because it was kind of mean-spirited oh okay. and we get along fine it's not that now that the pain is over. But even
6: if it's a funny, if I was your ex-wife, I'd be like, tell it it's funny, it's a good joke. Uh, no, she wasn't funny. <laughs> <like that. laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. I think Kathleen,
3: you're cut from a, writes yeah, a yeah, think, I I from a
6: different right write some new bits. I do come from a different cloth.
3: Oh, you can tell the story how you shit on my chest, it's Whatever. okay. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was funny at the time.
2: I peed on Kathleen's floor once, though, and that <laughs> and I got it never did. worked into a that story. That was not funny,
6: I should work it in. but yeah. <laughs> uh, I got
5: arrested, though, I'm still in court fighting this what did you get charge? arrested for because i was asleep in my car drunk fuck i get drunk a lot that,
2: that oh was my a, God. I've, I've heard that story that sounds like bullshit that if you if you've been drinking you can't pull over to the side of the road and just take a nap in well, your. you're car. not
5: supposed to have gone anywhere in the first place <laughs> <Yeah. year. laughs> yeah. but no but truck. even if you're like i gotta sleep this off yeah uh, i gotta because you have to get have no key in the car with yeah. You. yeah like Ugh. technically it's i found intent. out now because this five years i've been in court for this imagine right the court cost for this one stupid charge i can't imagine how much a murder a lot, trial yeah. costs See, but they uh, uh, the, you can be at your car put the key in the door to get your wallet cuz you're going to take a cab they can arrest you just for opening the door of your car really because if they can prove intent you can right, uh, you right, can John. get arrested you don't have a good case, but you... but yeah, you're still going to as- go through it. You're still going to get a lawyer. Still I was asleep in the driver's okay. seat with the uh, key in the ignition, listening to the radio. The air <laughs> what were you uh, listening to?
6: Rolling
2: a
5: joint. Yeah, okay.
2: Right.
6: I had a friend that he got a DUI because um, he...
5: He
2: was drunk driving.
6: Well, thank you, David. <laughs> <laughs> but he... He said, I got a DUI because I was uh, passed out at a red light, and the cop came and knocked on my window, and I opened my window and woke up. He's like, somebody call me a cab. <laughs> that's the first thing he said He's the cop, and then the cop was like, get out of the car. Well, you I'm can't like,
3: even drink and ride a bike. You can. That's, that's, yeah, a that's DUI now too. Is it? I believe Shit, so. Shit, my
6: summer's fucked up. You don't then. even need a
5: license to drive a bike.
3: I know, but it's still the same the same thing as your car. Because it's a vehicle. A... Yeah. yeah.
6: Once My first time drinking when I was 16, I rode my bike home and I've crashed like four times. Oh Sometimes my God. in
3: Toronto, I see fucking hammered people riding bikes and yeah. falling off and getting back up. Like, its it happens it's a lot. It's very comical. <laughs>
2: yeah. I do it all the time.
3: I know you do, yeah. yeah.
2: Well,. Uh, but I, I'm going to just. Uh, I'll, I'll find it like a big wheel or something like that. <laughs> riding. What if you're in a wheelchair, actually? What if you're hammered in a wheelchair? Can you get drunk? Your
3: Honor? He can't get drunk because right away, <laughs> that's intent. Well, that's. But I mean, he's
2: in, in a vehicle. I, I always
3: guess if want you could partially court, work. Way, what about if
6: no. you have a scooter, like Tanya Lee Davis? Can't, is he hilarious can't. He can't. She used to get drunk and drive around on her scooter. If inside you're like, a hotel. Though. If
3: you're drunk and you're really big and you have those scooter things from the scooter store, same thing. I'm, I guarantee you can get. Like what about
2: Andrea Rude? The, the, yeah, I'm, guy, I'm yeah. sure,
3: drunk driving.
5: Which, not to change the subject, what's the other event that's happening here in the hotel? Is it There's something th- like that, like retarded midget?
3: Something, <laughs> something. <laughs> they they had the pork people here Pork people here two days ago. Uh, now union pork. for little really? people or something. Is it? I don't know.
5: They're, I don't, I saw they're that. not all little, what though, but they that? all look BS. Weird. They're all like... Yeah. <laughs> what? BS is uh, social. it's welfare.
6: Welfare. Oh. Like Can you homeless. do an English just, accent for us? Like, what would you sound like if you spoke without your French accent?
5: Well, Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound white.
3: That sounds sound like when Chris Rock tries to talk white. Yeah, yeah like the old yeah. Richard
5: Pryor white guy voice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that your dumb guy voice, though? Yeah. Like, whenever yeah, you have to yeah. do an impression of a dumb person? Is I that just like...
6: do Dave Martin's voice. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh. How, do, how do I sound? No, 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 no.
4: Your Honor, yeah, Your yeah. Honor. Yeah.
3: Uh, one thing we did during our live taping is we each did a joke uh, where we called it right or wrong. We asked the audience for their opinion on their joke. And you're doing the Dark and Stormy show. Right. So there had to have been a, a bit or even a, a small thing that you do in your act where sometimes, I mean, you love the joke, but sometimes the audience reacts. Right. It, it, it can be like a, whoa.
6: I'll give you an example of one. Okay. This is a new one for me. Um, I say. Um, I got my period And I was uh, The first thing I thought Was thank god I didn't waste that money On the morning after pill <laughs> I'm right. glad somebody Got that out naturally right. <laughs> Most
4: of
5: your act Is one of those Yeah definitely. yeah yeah Has yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there
3: ever
6: been a joke In your act That you still love it And you
3: do it every? You know, once in a while Like when you're on A dark and stormy show it's You can get away with it But on a normal show Maybe not so much
5: um, I'm very stream of consciousness So right. a lot of Sometimes shit Like because I just Let whatever come out Come out Sure uh, Sometimes I find that shit Did I just say that That was Really, no, I shouldn't have said that. Right. Like, uh, I have a joke about my daughter's period, and I think at some point I've said shit that I just shouldn't have said. It's my right. kid. It's right. even But uh, right now, there's a joke that I really love, and I'm going to do it on the gala tonight, but I tag it at the end with uh, it's about your kid today and. Uh, they're all allergic to everything, especially peanut and all that. Right. And then it's get exaggerated now. Like the teacher now when we do a bake sale, she send a list home of ingredients, try not to use these ingredients. And one of them is gluten. Yes, and I didn't know what's that, so I'm like, I don't fucking use gluten in a recipe. I don't even know what the fuck it is. But it's flour. See, it's like yeah. So I'm like, how can a kid be allergic to flour? And then I start to talk about we should fucking send that kid to Africa, because in Africa we just drop fucking fifty kilogram bag of gluten out of the helicopter Fuck, That's all they have is gluten, (laughs) you little. See, Tyler? Go, you live in Africa and think about how good it would be for world vision to have a little white kid named Tyler sitting there with flies landing on them looking all hungry.
6: I'm tired of the whole gluten-free crap thing. I understand there are celiac people, real, but there are also people what? who...
5: are Celiac? Celiac,
6: you're allergic to... But that's yes. not... That's a very small percentage of the they very population. They should be dead. Uh, that that's what I say. Dead, I say, celiac. listen... They should be dead. No, they gave no, it no, a they they name. They should take be dead. it out shot with a flower gun. <laughs> no, this Boom. is my point. This is my point. It's just like, you know, it's called natural Election. If you can't digest a donut, get off the fucking planet. Okay, get out of here. Are you for
2: the donut lobby now? Wow.
6: <laughs> yes. I'm, What's that all about? It's more because I'm just tired of people. You have to cater to everybody, specific well, little me. Work in a bakery, and I'm
2: sure
3: it really
6: annoys they you. They come people in, come in,
3: and, and are annoying.
6: You work at a bakery, and they come in. Uh, do you have gluten free stuff? I'm like, it's a bakery. Yeah. yeah why would yeah. you even? If you have gluten allergies, why would? Unless it says gluten free bakery. You can't if you go to a bakery and they say, well, this is gluten free, but this isn't, this isn't, then it's not gluten free because flour is flying around yeah. bakeries. Well, is, well, then, then then a... is there anything not bread here? Is there anything not bread here in our I think bakery? It's, I think it's not just celiac. I mean, I think it's just not gluten free. I'm, a, I'm just tired there's of stupid a name people. For that. Yes, yeah, yeah. There's a name celiac. for everything, man. But yeah. Yeah. then you're
5: gonna be accused of being prejudiced. You can't precious. eat the peanut butter sandwich. Uh, there's no reason why you should have made it past five
2: years exactly. old.
6: Exactly. Yeah. Natural selection. i should sorry. They
5: should just put peanut butter on the woman's vagina,
2: and as the baby comes out. it's they're like, oh, it wasn't Sorry, meant to be. This it. one yeah. didn't
6: make it. Yeah,
2: that's a fucking good idea. <laughs> well, now Do we it. know.
6: And sprinkle some flour on it too. Yeah. So if it's a celiac, we don't want that either. And then
2: just get all these different fresh fruits. Because I, I know a girl in like uh, in Ontario that she was, she was uh, allergic to kiwi.
5: I'm like, you could go There's so one of those long. That my kids' school.
2: Right. You could go you know, almost your entire life without even coming across a kiwi from northern Ontario, and then, oh, you'd be, yeah. then to find out that you're allergic to them. So yeah, they should have them. Just go through like, or drag the baby through. Or smoothie or something like that. Of like, <laughs> I feel
6: bad for people with with allergies. Like, I know, like, like uh, and Claire Brasso and Christine von Hagen both have severe nut allergies. Right, but you know, like, it gets taken so fucking far. Like, carry your EpiPen. Be careful, but don't like walk in and be like, "This is the nut-free zone." Is this the yeah. is this the egg-free zone? Like,
5: people... I know she gave me shit. Claire gave me shit one time because they have peanuts at the comedy. Yeah,
6: Claire does give whatever, shit. Was
5: eating peanuts and oh, you're leaving? See you.
6: Did oh. you eat peanuts? Yes. Oh fuck! my cheeks.
5: Um, what the fuck? I didn't. Which well, she you were is allergic. very allergic.
6: Like I, and it's hard to sometimes you don't remember. And I, I was staying with her in Los in Los Angeles, and um, I bought peanut butter, and she's like, "Did you bring peanut butter in here?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I totally forgot." Like I, I forgot. Like it's not, and I'm sure it's really hard to have, to live with a severe allergy, but I'm I'm not talking about those people. Those people do not annoy me. The people that. Oh, I just read Wheat Belly, and I don't think it's good for you yes, to eat flour yes. anymore. And you shouldn't eat flour either. This mm-hmm. is why. What's yeah, but your it's your no different like? than the
3: Christians who try to throw their Christianity around. Exactly. It's the same thing. You want to eat it. no wheat? And I hate it. Meat, then fine, but don't Do it. throw it around. Yeah. It's like every
2: religion thing, <laughs> though, too. It's just, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Don't tread on my bread.
6: Don't tread on my. That's bed. right. <laughs> um, how many shows? I'm hungry now. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have pierogies downstairs. For, for, for Where? 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 At the. I want to go there on our break and go to. It's that. What's that? What's that restaurant thing in the basement? That it's a guy's name.
2: Nathan's Detroit.
6: Nathan's Detroit. They have. Oh. It's pierogi day. They have real oh. pierogies.
3: Okay, we're, we're going to go on during the break.
6: <laughs> how, how many shows
3: do you do in French And how many shows do you do in English it's Just a rough percentage
5: Probably 10% French 10% French yeah.
3: Why don't you do more in French And just yeah, pay you your get, rent Come on rent. man no, That, and,
5: and I that, that have fucking to giant travel. carrot I wouldn't have to travel and no, I don't know I, I keep Because uh, when I go on tour in England The thing in the, the star system in Quebec It's very it's existent, first of all, which is different from what we have in Everywhere English in Canada. Canada yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: I made a point when we did our live taping. I compared uh, the native um, or Aboriginal culture to Quebec culture in that they're both very supportive of their own entertainment, which is something that should be applauded because they spend their money on their own thing. Right. And uh, you know, hopefully, Whitey eventually will catch up with the rest of the country. But there, there is a sense of if you're in Quebec and you do French comedy, you can make a living at it at a very quicker. Age, right? Def- definitely, yeah. yeah. Which uh, isn't something to be made fun of. It should be. It should be that way everywhere, it but should it's not. Be.
5: Exactly. Um, I don't. First of all, I I enjoy doing it in English more. Okay. Um, why it. There's subtle difference. Like, stand-up is still pretty new in Quebec. It's like 35-year-old right. 30, maybe, yes. And only in the last 15 years that it's really become mainstream. Right. But it's to the point now. If you're one of the top comics in Quebec, you're, like, the top entertainer. Who now, you're talking,
3: the, the, for example, like, a Sugar Sammy or a Mike Ward.
5: Like, Sh- Sugar Sammy is doing fantastic. He's right. nominated for three. They have their own award, like our Canadian Comedy Award. Right, right. They have, they have a real thing.
6: Like yeah, their, yeah, yeah, Their yeah. thing is real. Who would the most famous person in Quebec be? It doesn't even mean, like, like uh... It could be a musician or whatever. But Celine
5: Dion, probably. It's still so.
6: Celine, Celine Dion. I have all the French people say her name. I say C- Celine Dion. <laughs> but Celine Dion sounds She's so much
5: probably more. the biggest celebrity still.
6: How would you say my name with a French accent?
5: Kathleen Ugh,
6: I
4: don't like that. <laughs> <It's so simple. laughs> I don't like
6: that. Kathleen. <laughs> Kathleen, yeah, we don't have it's that. It's not
3: as pretty as Celine's. What?
2: It,
5: sorry. Sorry, go ahead.
2: But
3: sorry. is there is there when you grew up there is there this sense of because you're doing a lot of it in English, the reason you did it because you wanted to, you know, because of your culture or is it just uh, that why would you do that 10% then if you feel more comfortable?
5: Uh, well, it's mostly because uh I'm I'm I've I can get paid more in English. Right, People think travel. that the French uh, you know that it's paid more. It's true that you do an open mic in Quebec, they'll pay you. It's twenty-five what? bucks for open mic. Hey, it's better than and nothing. Free, uh, all French show it's free beer. so what? You, That's maybe why I try to stay away. <laughs> <them. But laughs> yeah, my alcoholism is already uh, out I of control. Can I ask eight dollars per beer <laughs> yes. where I'm going, please? Yeah. Um, but uh, it's when I go on tour in English, though it's a fickle thing, right? Mm-hmm. The, and I have kid, so to get to peers, how many
6: kids? I know? Kid is true, but okay, true. <laughs>
5: The, you have to kind of be present, right? You have to be there and show your face and go to all the open mic and go to the other show. If I'm not getting paid, I don't leave the house when I'm in Quebec, Yeah, right?
4: you got
3: kids, yeah.
5: So uh, so I think, when, and then I go on tour, I'm away for a month. And so they they think, they almost think every time I go on tour in English that I quit comedy. Well, so I, I come back and they're like, oh, well, yeah, you could come do the opening set at this show for $100. Right. So I, it's every, every two months I have to start over. It's like I not
3: going it's like going to New York for only three weeks and then coming home. Unless you stay there and right. really actively try, you're just not gonna get ahead in those markets. That's so it. that's what you're pretty much seeing in Quebec. That's kind
5: of it. But yeah. so some year like this this year it's ten percent. Last year was probably like thirty five percent. Okay. I do like a lot of corporate in French. Right. Um, and you also
3: do um a lot of the, the CBC debaters were doing live tapings for, for, uh, for um, nine-to-fivers or pedestrians, whatever you want to call them. But you do a lot of corporate. Scum. No, but you know what I mean. You do a lot of uh, CBC debaters just for corporations. Like They'll hire out right. and bring in, and you're just doing it for the corporate people,
5: right? No, I wouldn't say a lot, but, no, but we, done, we've, we've sorry, done, I, a, few, I, done yeah, a few. I did the first one. I sold the first ever uh, corporate debaters, and which is funny. Like? I got paid more. I got paid three times as much to do a debaters that was seen by 300 people. Then than I period. am for the one that's heard by 350,000 people.
6: Right, right. It's, Who did you do it for?
5: Uh, the first one we did was for the Jewish Public Library in Montreal.
6: What was your debate for the Jewish Public
5: Library? Uh, which guilt Hitler is. Hitler was right
3: or?
6: We, oh. hey, come on. Right. Uh-huh. Come on. Which
5: uh, guilt is more intense, Jewish guilt or Catholic guilt? So oh. I did Catholic oh. guilt. Simon Rakoff did Jewish that's guilt. That's interesting. I, like I fucking that. won the debate. That's awesome. At the Jewish Public Library, right? Because they felt guilty, I guess. So let's let the Gentile, let's let the Gentile have his little guilt trip. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
3: All right, that was Derek's again, and uh, we're going to take a break now. When we come back, more talk with me and Dave. More and
2: more chitter chatter between more us. More chit chat
3: and shit chat. Yeah, here we go. Anything goes.
4: Bye.
0: Don't clean that up; it adds character. This is anything goes.
6: Hey, This is Jane Stanton. You're listening to Anything Goes with Dave Martin and Darren Frost. on am serious, XM!
0: There are some people who could bring world peace if they weren't so busy hating everyone. This is Anything Goes.
3: Hey, if you just joined us, we're partway through our interview with Derek's again that we recorded live at the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. This is Anything Goes for the week of May 22nd, and now we're going to rejoin Derek in part two of an interview.
2: Is, uh,
5: is uh, George St. Pierre still your neighbor? Uh, no, he's my friend's neighbor, but uh, I, I'm, we're not sure if he still lives there.
2: Oh, okay. I remember, I don't know what it was, or I think it was like a fight about to start, and then I, then I think I might have heard you say, don't worry about it, George St. Pierre's my neighbor. No,
5: it's my friend's neighbor. Oh, yeah, okay,
2: yeah. all right. I thought that was like your
5: your way of saying I, I can fight. But too. I did eat <laughs> breakfast with him at the. Did, is that really, well, it is that sounded like I that said? was
2: your logic of like, don't worry about it. George Saint Pierre is my neighbor. I've heard him train next door, right. and it just kind of comes through. Yeah, it just comes through, and, and I absorb it. it. I want to
3: say pancakes because i right. Mike Tyson in a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I've i watched a kung fu fight before. But that's true.
5: I ate pancakes next to George Saint Pierre in the
2: restaurant. Did he choke you out? Table.
5: Like at the, no at the next table okay.
2: Okay. The one, uh, you, when you mentioned uh, how uh, you used to have a, a joke, I, I thought this was one of the most funniest reactions I've ever seen an audience uh, give a comedian on stage when you were talking about uh, you said you had a, a joke about your, your daughter's uh, having her first period mm-hmm. and then she was asking about it, and then on stage, you actually give like a medical like ex- you, describe, you gave a medical explanation of what that process is inside of a woman's body and I saw I saw so many women in the audience.
4: Oh, gross! <laughs> uh, and I was just like,
2: yeah, but that's happening to you, and it was almost like you were like they didn't even know what they, they happened inside know. of her, and I'm like, oh,
5: that's what happens. Gross.
2: Get this mean off it ha- me. Ha-
6: we have to like it, though.
5: No, but I mean, it was just, to, to, and was also for surprise. women to react, some yeah. of them may not, literally may not know, or they haven't thought of it in twenty years. Yeah. I wouldn't be what
6: surprised because I mean, maybe girls nowadays, uh, but what, the power a of the internet. Of, the power of the internet, but also just the power of the cultural society has just changed. We're a little bit more open. But, like, I'm sure that my parent, like, my mother and her mother were, like, ashamed to have their period. And, and um, they had no idea what was going on. And they didn't want to ask because women were not... You know, just deal with it. Or you're, just, or you're just
2: given the minimum amount of information you need yeah. to know and to, you know, recover from this disgusting process.
6: Yeah. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. <It's laughs> actually during the clean ja- out of the bear trap, yeah. I think is what we called it. Yeah. Yeah.
5: During that joke is the closest I've ever came to having a fist fight with an audience member. Really? Oh, really? I don't know if you were there that week. Th- it was in Ajax. Uh,
2: this one I think, was in Kitchener when we were together.
5: But uh, in Ajax, a guy, he was already heckling, and I already put him in his place earlier. Right. And it was great. It was funny. And then I, dur- during that joke, he stood up or s- screamed out something like, Yeah, I'm going to go fuck your daughter.
4: <laughs> <Kiss>. <laughs> I just dropped the microphone
5: and fucking walked right over to the <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but luckily, they, they were already getting to the Steve, Steve the, yeah, the, guy, owner. the a- owner of Ajax. He was already telling them to get the
3: fuck yeah. out.
6: There's a comic named Mike Danbury, and he got jumped at the comic strip a couple of weeks ago like no literally what happened not a couple uh, this weeks is, ago this is
3: like eight months ago isn't it no you jumped again
6: like a month or two ago it was a sunday night and i wish i wasn't there so this is second hand so it may not be completely accurate Mike. but he's
5: new york i think or? yeah he's yeah. from yeah. new york yeah. yeah
6: he's living uh up in alberta now he has a wife and daughter there and <laughs> i guess he was saying you know Mike Dabber, like he has this act where and he makes fun of people in the audience and he's i call them people retards and all this stuff and so he had said something to a guy about a girl he was sitting with, and it ended up being his sister. And then Mike said something else that made the guy mad. And the guy jumped on stage, went after Mike. And then I uh, i guess all the other guys came rushing up, like the the staff. And Dino, uh, the manager of the comic strip, was a bigger guy, jumped on stage, grabbed the guy, and pushed him against the wall. And apparently the guy shit his pants because he was so scared. <laughs> and then he... He kept on yelling, "I'm going to sue this club. I'm going to sue this club." And he, and Dino's like, "No, you're not. We've got cameras everywhere. You jumped, you attacked. You cannot sue him. You you were the person that did right. it." So, I just was like, "I wish I had been there, but I mean, do you get scared about getting jumped? Like I've I've had girls look at me like I like they're going to jump me. I've never had a guy
2: Why would girls want to jump you?
6: I don't know cuz I say I feel like some Cuz you're pretty. Because I'm pretty and they're jealous. Um, <laughs> they wish they had what I had. Um, no, I, I don't know. I guess some mostly when it's rape jokes. I've had girls get really mad at me for rape jokes, but
5: uh, me, it's not. It's more when I'm dealing. Sp- Straight with a specific heckler yeah. that I, I that I even think that somebody could jump me. <laughs> and I drink a lot when I yeah. perform, so I'm usually and like Darin- fucking just jump me, motherfucker. And
6: Darren's had things
3: thrown at him. Like it's it- oh, I've been jumped. I've been attacked on stage twice and things thrown at me. Yeah. I only started recording every set after I got something thrown at me. If I would have recorded the jumping, yeah. I would have had thousands of sets of, of shit going on. It's wrong. a little yeah, scary
6: yeah. to think that it because not all clubs um have a really great No, I know. I mean I love the comic strip, but their security are 15 year old boys, 18 year old boys right. that could Most not places, do anything. There's
5: a lot of club that don't have one male staff member. Right. And they don't even team.
6: address right. the hecklers anymore. Yeah. They, they just let it happen. Well, they're so worried about
2: their bottom line now of just we want to keep these people drinking. Yeah. And uh, we don't
3: want to pay someone $10 an hour for three hours a night. That's yeah. 30 bucks a night times three nights a week. That's 90 bucks. 52 That's 4000 bucks a year that we could save. Do you that's think that it's just a
6: matter of time before a comic gets seriously injured? I
3: do. I've, I mean, I've said that for the last four years. I've said it. Someone is going to get drastically hurt and then that club is going to get sued because then all the comics can come forward and say, I've told the club, I have proof of it that this kind of thing has happened before, so this is a, a, something that's been established. And they should know about it and then whoever that comic is will sue the club and insurance-wise will make a lot of money.
5: Do you guys see that thing that Jim Jeffries at the comedy store? And yeah, the, oh, yeah, and yeah,
3: that's, yeah, of course.
5: Well, he got punched but he came back out to the Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, when the guy whipped a glass at me and I went, out i still did 15 more minutes afterwards
5: yeah Good i would have walked right off that's awesome. london eh? London. yeah
1: yep.
6: sure. so yeah i mean i've never know. been phys- i have had like in st john's i had a woman um i went on stage and the first thing i said i said one word and she's she called me you're a skank and i was like did a woman in newfoundland just call me a skank mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like what and i was i was vibrating mad yeah. i couldn't I, I couldn't continue i was just like she needs to get out of here like, she needs to get out of here. I think that was
3: with me and Kenny. I think that was. Was well, that with you? That. I remember. I was yeah, yeah, so
6: yeah. angry. Yeah, you are really pissed. I'm like, how dare you? Like, and I'm like, what? You are a skank. What is wrong? I know I am a or skank. Had, but, let but let me prove it first. I
5: haven't <laughs> yeah, even been up exactly. here long let
6: enough. Let yeah. me do a couple skanky yeah. jokes Dude before you here judge here. me. And then you can call me a skank, motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, I was. i Have Have you ever been super angry on stage? Other that than jumping off to punch that guy. Well, yeah, that's too far. And that. I've been I was angry another time and Richard Lett was there and I think it was because I had a show the night before that was filled with men and a couple of the men after the show grabbed my boobs and I was like fuck this is ridiculous and I know I have an edgier act and it's a little dirty but you still can't come up and <laughs> grab my boobs unless I want you to and I didn't but um, the next night it was another huge group of guys and I had been very gracious that whole night before and then uh, one of the guys I could, I could hear him he's like "Ah, oh, fucking chick comic and I heard it no one else did but it just set me off. Did, and,
5: I, mean, did I say that? Was no.
4: <laughs> but it just
6: set me off because I, I mean, like you deal, I, you guys deal with different things, but girls deal with that stupid thing. And yeah, like yeah. you, you say that, and I haven't even said one word, and I just got angry, and I was. And I was just, I was eviscerating this little piece of shit, and, and I was so angry, and I got off stage, and Richard goes, like, never, never get angry like that. And I was like, fuck you, Richard. <laughs> like, I was just like, no. This is uh, if people when- want to get a hold of, of Derek's again, uh, how
3: do they do that? Are you on Twitter? Yep. What's your Twitter
5: the handle? Derek the
3: Derek The Derek Yeah. Okay, and a website?
5: Uh, DerekSegen.com. Okay. All right.
3: And uh, anything coming My up? My phone in the number.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is anything goes for the week of May twenty-second. And uh, Dave, you had a little story that you wanted to tell me about your little adventure with an improv. Well, trip. I wouldn't
2: really call it an adventure. I it was would just say sort of. It was uh, some for you, Dave. Accidental. Uh, and I wouldn't even
3: call it racism. accidental racism. I, I was more, that should be the title of your next CD, was, Accidental racism.
2: It was more. So then you can do all your funny. Oh, I don't know the that voice. Uh, that's my Japanese. Yeah. But uh, I. Uh, it was more um, uh, racial confusion. Oh. I would
4: call it. Okay. Because there
2: wasn't any me. There wasn't any uh, hateful intent behind it. Right. No. I. Uh, no maliciousness. I, maliciousness. Yes. Right. Uh, I. Uh, I opened for uh, two improv troops and. The uh, one of the improv troops like was fun. Uh, well, it was a gig's a gig. They um, they paid me. That was all that counts and yep. uh, cash and cash. Give me an it.
3: occupation, a city name. and I didn't a have to street, do any of that horseshit. I didn't uh, have to I'll do any of sleep.
2: that. Yeah, I didn't have to do any of that. But uh, the, one of the improv troops was. Um, Asian exploitation. Okay, and uh, an all Asian improv troupe. Okay, and then so I introduce the troupe. Uh, I get off stage. They do their thing, and then afterwards, uh, two of uh, two people start coming towards the back. One of them was uh, one of the girls that was in the troupe, right. And uh, then there was a, a, a guy with her, and I assumed. That this guy was in the improv troupe right. as well because
3: they were, they were you know, it's they a white all, it's a white venue and it's a what uh, venue. I'm just thinking the way you're thinking. It's a white venue, so any Asian person there had to be the person on stage. Well,
2: no, no, no. It, okay, uh, now it tell it your story. Really that, uh, I just no, wanted to set that up. Tell It was it your at story. the Black Swan. It was a very in, uh, very white, in, all yeah. inclusive. Uh, oh, okay. Place. Uh, many people were there, but okay. I just they, these two people were coming towards right. the back of the bar, Asian. Was, and they were both Asian. Right. And I said to both of them, "Oh, hey, I thought you guys were really great on stage tonight." And you
3: recognized the one, which is the girl. Of course, right. you're going to recognize the girl. You're Dave Martin. Yes. You didn't really notice the second one. You just assumed because he was Asian in the white bar.
2: He was on stage. It wasn't a white bar. Don't okay. start, there wasn't no All separate right. washrooms, one for, um, and you know what I'm talking about. There. Sure. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, and then there was but an the urinal much be... higher
3: for the Asian, right? <laughs> yeah. Why is, it, why
2: is the urinal higher for the Well, agent? because of a small
3: cock, right? It's got to be a little higher and closer, right? Go, Dave, please. Tell I, us your story. Go okay, I
2: just, for the record, you're throwing out all the stereotypes, not me. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of them. The uh, And then so I, so I said to the guy, I was like, oh, I th- hey, I thought you guys were really great on stage tonight. And he just kind of looks at me and was like, uh, what are you talking about? Oh, well, you guys were up on stage. And then the girl looks at me and goes, yeah, 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 we all look the same.
4: And I was like, oh, you weren't. <laughs> on stage, oh.
2: And I was like, eh, eh yeah. No, it was a, it was a little bit uncomfortable, but uh, it, it, again. I oh, can
3: just see you putting that piece of paper back in your pocket that had your phone number you were going to give to the girl. I, hey. give,
2: I give my card out. Your card. Though. Oh, yeah. sorry. Which I card. don't
3: know. Is that cheesier to give your you, phone your card, your phone number know. on a
2: piece of paper or a, or a card? Uh,
3: I think um, – not racial profiling before giving it out might be a good idea no
2: i'm talking about in general
3: oh in general okay yeah i think a card
2: is, is a card is good this card is good sure okay. all right that
3: shows that hey you're somebody <laughs> you actually took the time to go to business depot and put your name on a piece of paper and you my are photograph somebody.
2: is on my card too Whoa. so yeah Shit. so that's happening as well and
3: how old is that photograph
2: uh, it's exactly. for any reasons no no it's, I've seen your car no it's it's like uh I was gonna say 97 yeah it's no like 10 uh, years no at least it's not 10, ten years, years. Old. at least like 10 that. years old uh no it's like uh 2000 you have like one chin in that photo <laughs> I've uh first of all uh from our last episode <laughs> I've uh I'm still sugar free okay and uh you' still, still taking uh, your drugs still booze free uh, taking your drugs yes well what drugs the, the ones that drive yeah.
3: Um, no, are you yeah. doing coke on a regular basis, Dave? Are you back to that, Dave no, Martin? No, it's so the sh- coke addicted. It's so shitty, crazy. and I'm not
2: addicted. Okay, I'm not an addict. <laughs> is that um, the
3: one you're at now? It's
2: so. Sh- if it was good, maybe I would still be. All, uh, but uh, no, it's it's so shitty these days that I can't participate right. in that. Well, it's worse than you know. A coke-free Dave Martin world is a better a maybe, world. Maybe. Uh, well, we'll see if I. Uh, if you make it. We no, should have well, a telethon I have, for I have you. That's it. what
3: we should have, Dave. We should have a weekly telethon for you yeah. and try to raise money.
2: Yeah, but I'd use all that money to go on a crazy bender. <laughs> I know that's why. Play. That's yeah. what I'm saying.
3: And then that's when we record a show. I think
2: I'm actually going to try. I think I'll have my birthday this year at a uh, There's that uh, karaoke place on the on Queen at the yeah. Duke, yeah, where it's hosted by that former pro wrestler, yeah. Sweet Daddy We talked Siki. about him before, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I might have my you afternoon. Should. Yeah, getting getting loaded Get all in the afterno- up. in the yeah. afternoon. Yeah, take
3: your prescription drugs in the morning and then you drinky drinky at night.
2: Uh, I don't. Well, maybe I'll, t- I'll, I'll take the day days, off. I Actually, I'd seven. probably, uh, just to have my, uh, my cock in working order, I might uh, take a couple of days <laughs> off from them.
3: My cock in working order? Well, Is that something you do every morning? You just wake up? Okay, I stretch my legs, check, put my t-shirt on, cock in working order. All right, let's go on. Let's move on.
2: Well, I usually, I still wake up with a... The... Do uh, so I wanna s still wake up with a boner most of the time. Do you? Yeah. Wow. That's still what, do you not? No. Why not? Not in years. Not in years? No. What'll happen That's is the I'll, best wake up, way to I'll wake up. I'll wake up
3: and then eventually one will come sometime in the morning. But it's not like, you know, open for business in the morning. Really? When you wake up. No. So
2: why do you get one in there? do you get one spontaneously in the morning sometimes? Yeah. yeah. But and you have no and like you're you're not thinking about it? No, like, it just
3: happens. It just really? Yeah, it just happens, oh.
2: yeah. I don't have a, the spontaneousness of them doesn't really happen anymore. Right. But when I wake up, usually I'm getting sex there. on a
3: regular basis,
2: Dave, so. so. am I. Are you? Well, not with another person, but, <laughs> no, uh, find something else to. And
3: on that note.
2: Find a sandwich or a wrap The somewhere. train
3: <laughs> <laughs> screeches to a halt on Dave Martin's fuck life. There we go.
2: Uh,
3: I'd be, I'd be kind of cute if Fred Savage wanted to get back in, my fuck life, instead of my the Wonder Years, my oh, I fuck life, Dave I was Martin. like.
2: I'm not gay, but and oh, even Fred to, Savage. No, I meant
3: Fred Savage could play you oh, okay. in this new show, like an extension of the one. Why don't years, I get to play My me? fuck life. Why don't I get to play me because no show. actress is going to want to play that's opposite not, you. Oh, well, if... that's
2: lots of them. Really, they just have to have made sure that they've never listened to this show exactly, or no one that uh, I've ever talked to before. Right, uh, I have to have a, a clean slate. All right, I'm beginning. I'm beginning to rewrite my own history, anyways, on Facebook. So Good. All right. I throw out all my photos of my charitable work and yep. pictures. I I threw up a picture of my mom, and I had to stage it whether she's covering up her eyes because she's embarrassed to be with me. Yep. She was sort of like it was my Mother's Day uh, retort. Right. Uh, I had to throw up a picture of me and All my right. mom.
3: Well, we started out with a little comment about well, my mom. We're closing the show with a comment. What was the comment of your? About well, my your mom's mom sitting. In, I'm sitting in the corner. My mom. Oh, your doing mom's crying or
2: everything. Too. Do you remember
3: what happened half an hour ago? Or barely. I know. You
2: do a lot of callbacks in our interviews. Do you know? Yeah, we do. Because I
3: because I want to have the show as a whole show.
2: Oh, uh, what? So there's like a running like a theme that we. Oh, right. He tagged that with uh, what no, we talked about it's, earlier. No, why
3: are we overanalyzing? Let's just stop the show. No, I just
2: I don't think you've noticed that you do a lot of. I do our, notice. You I do, do? And notice, it's yes. all intentional. Well,
3: yeah, that's the whole point.
2: Uh, well, what's the whole point? It's the callback, though? <laughs> Fuck. What's the point of that?
3: That's the whole point is to well, be funny, Dave. Okay, all right. But
2: callbacks are funny. Callbacks are funny, okay.
3: Callbacks are funny, Dave. Good night, everyone. This is Anything Goes. See you okay. next week.
2: Farts ahoy.
3: Next week, we'll talk about moms crying in the corner. Look, I did it we again, already did We once. already did that once. We already did that once. It's don't funnier if you from... keep doing the callback over and over again. Oh, you... Then it becomes annoying. Then it becomes funny again. Callbacks. Good night, kids. No, it's
0: just annoying. That's it for this week. Anything Goes wants to thank Victoria for producing the show and George Westerholm for the music used. Follow the hosts on Twitter at Comedy Horror, at Dave Martin World. Download new episodes every week on iTunes by typing Anything Goes on XM. Join the Facebook group and follow the show on Twitter at Anything Goes Hot. Anything Goes hopes you laugh, cry, and learn something. Come back next week And until then, take it easy.